0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us here today in a very deserted city of Westminster as once again we put the topic of leadership under the spotlight. I'm Scott Challoner, and today I'm joined by Jamie Campbell. Jamie is the Managing Director of Event Engineering, a well-established conference and live events production company based over in the Midlands. Jamie, welcome to the programme. Great to have you on with us today
1: thanks for to me here
0: it's fantastic having you here, Jamie now um this podcast first and foremost is about leadership and effective leadership at that. but what does that word leader actually mean to you first and foremost?
1: Uh, I think to me a leader is somebody who you can look up to who can inspire and guide you. I think people who I see as strongest leaders in in my life have been Those who I want to follow, that I trust implicitly and value their guidance, and you want to get behind.
0: Exactly. Uh, Leaders should be people who do inspire others. Um, But what have been um, the types of people that have inspired you over the years? Are there any examples of leaders who've maybe had an influence on your own style of leadership?
1: Um, I think it doesn't fall specifically down to individuals, perhaps as much as behaviors. I've always found those who lead in a fairly self-sacrificial way who are willing to demonstrate uh, what needs to be done by doing it themselves um, and really lead from the front.
0: So leading by example for you is um, one of the best types of leadership that there could possibly be, do you think?
1: Yeah, for me that's a a top quality. Um, If I can't sort of get behind something that somebody is saying or encouraging if I don't feel that's something they truly believe in and would get out there and do themselves.
0: Exactly. And um, we're seeing now, of course, uh, with the, uh, the whole COVID-19 outbreak and the fallout of that, the importance of leading from the front and leading by example, aren't we? Because people are working with their teams who are working from home. They're not having the same sort of day-to-day contact. And being able to maintain um, leadership over those people, it's it's so important, isn't it? And it's also a reminder that being a leader is not just a one-man or one-woman operation. It's very much about the collective. It's about the people around them as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's about valuing everyone around you and helping them to sort of realize their own potential and play their role. Sometimes that might be making the difficult decisions and other times it's helping pick people up and keep them going.
0: I think it's also important to remember as well for leaders that um, human beings are fallible, aren't they? So it's important for business leaders um, in any context, not just um, what we're going through now, to understand people's limitations, but also their own limitations as well. Because sometimes leaders can kind of lose sight of that and almost be afraid of making mistakes, can't they?
1: Yeah, I think that that's an important leadership quality, isn't it to be to be confident enough to fail um and often the difficulty of leadership can be making tough choices and being unafraid to try something new or do something different to keep everybody keep everybody moving forwards
0: For sure. And um, it also, uh, this whole crisis, it's um, brought under uh, the microscope uh, this need as well to find a balance between being proactive, but also being able to be reactive, especially for business as well, because guidelines are changing every day. There's um, different uh, sets of uh, rules coming in. And um, the government is, albeit, of course, introducing measures to safeguard business, but also preventing business from performing its functions. So business has to be able to adapt, doesn't it? And that's so important.
1: Yeah, I think so. And um, I think we all need leadership because uncertainty is something that knocks all of our confidence. So it's the responsibility of those in leadership roles to find new ways forward and to deliver people some certainty and some answers to give them the confidence to keep going day to day.
0: Exactly. And the fact that people look up to leaders for answers, for responses, that can almost be a little bit daunting for people going into leadership roles, can't it? Because people who are entering a leadership role for the first time will know that people are expecting them to have all the answers. And sometimes that's just not the case, is it? Leaders will get things wrong and they will have to use that experience as a learning curve as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's important the way certainly we run our business is to encourage people to not be afraid to fail, I think the importance in making mistakes and finding better ways of doing things is simply learning from what you've done before and not being afraid to go forward and try something new next time.
0: Exactly. Um, and I think um, it kind of puts people off, doesn't it, going into leadership roles, because um, they're afraid um, not just of failing and getting things wrong, but also I think of criticism as well, because we're seeing from a lot of quarters, um, even at the government level, there's been um, of course approval for how they've approached this crisis but also a lot of criticism as well and um, I think that's also something which um, as a country and as a culture that we kind of need to look at don't we
1: yeah I think there's a real requirement that you're going to take a leadership role to be fairly robust to have some real convictions in what you're saying Because I think there'll always be somebody who has a different point of view and those who are quite unafraid to be critical in how they put that across and yeah I think I very much take your point that it would be lovely if we could move to a point where people were perhaps more tolerant of other people's decisions and could question more gently and encouragingly uh, when they disagree.
0: Exactly. And um, I think if we go back to the scenario of a leader, of course, leading his team, I think it's um, incredibly important as well in terms of helping develop that culture that leaders kind of take it upon themselves to let their team members know when they are doing something well, because knowing that you're succeeding, getting a pat on the back, I think that's something that just as humans, we we get a lot out of that, don't we? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think praise is critical. I think we all need that to feed us, to know that we're doing something valuable, that we're doing the right thing. Um, without that, it's hard to keep doing anything on a day-to-day basis.
0: Exactly. And um, knowing, of course, that um, a leader is um, sort of backing you is a huge morale booster as well for somebody uh, within a team as well. And um, if we were to give advice uh, to the next uh, generation of um, emerging leaders, um, should we tell them that it's important, of course, to be very aware of that and make sure to value those around them and really create an atmosphere where they're able to flourish? Yeah, I think
1: that's essential. People need to feel comfortable confident and supported uh there's an important element of of a leader to guide to correct people but more importantly to nurture them uh to help them realize their kind of best potential
0: exactly i think um Potential is a huge thing because just the same as we discussed earlier with leaders entering leadership roles, nobody is essentially going to be the uh, the finished article straight away. so with that in mind, do you think that being a great leader is something that is learned throughout time as opposed to something that someone's just ready made for and born with?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a constant learning experience because it involves uh, an empathy and working with other people and there's- always so much to learn about yourself in in how to best do that
0: an experience certainly can be one of the greatest influences on one's own style of leadership and on one's career as well can't it? i think it's also important that people recognize that going forward from here as well
1: yeah i think my my style changes year on year as i learn more and kind of find better ways of doing what i do
0: Exactly. And it links back to that adaptability, doesn't it? Because um, if you have somebody who is essentially set in their ways, won't adapt and won't innovate almost, as it were, if we take it into a business context, then ultimately you are going to suffer for that as well.
1: Yeah. And I think that's particularly clear in these current times. I think it's going to be a real challenge on everybody to be as innovative and as flexible as possible, because there's one thing we're all going to have to do to to move forward and succeed in the coming months and years is to really question what we did before and do what needs doing next to move us forward.
0: Exactly. It is changing times. And um, let's hope that business is in a position where it is innovating. It is essentially keeping its eye on the ball and is able to seize on the opportunities as well, because there will be challenges. But there will also be opportunities that come about as a result of all of this as well. Um, I am conscious, Sir uh, Jamie, of running out of time. But before I do uh, let you go, um, do tell me what you imagine the next 12 months will hold for yourself and for event engineering and what you really hope to achieve in that time as well, particularly through this outbreak and coming out of the other side.
1: Um, It's doubtlessly going to be a huge challenge for us at the moment. The event sector was hit very early on um, around this crisis, and it's there is very little activity now currently with social distancing, and I think it will take a while to recover. Um, There's also a great deal of opportunity. I think the event sector has seen challenges and questions raised over it about sustainability, Mm -hmm. kind of environmental concerns about high levels of travel and i think this will really push forward some of those those agendas it'll be a great opportunity to look at doing the events that happen in the sectors we work in very differently working on the kind of emerging sphere of doing a more virtualized event uh spreading things out and doing them in a more regional manner i think there's some great opportunities to kind of try something new that hopefully everyone will embrace as we Move into the feature.
0: Exactly right, um, It is changing times, and um, let's hope, of course, that the changes that do come about as a result of this are very much for the better, and that business can really seize um, the advantages that will come from that. Um, Jamie, I have to say, it's been um, really insightful and also a real pleasure having you on the uh, the program today. And what I think would be um, really fantastic is to perhaps have you back on in a few months' time to look at this retrospectively, see just how the events industry has changed over the next few months, and kind of examine it um, in that light as well. Thank you so much um, today for coming on to the programme and speaking to me, however, for the benefit of the listeners. It's been thoroughly enjoyable.
1: Thanks very much for having me on. It's been a pleasure.
0: I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Jamie. Um, coming up next on the uh, the programme, um, we'll be handing over to Jonathan White for his exclusive interview with England's 1966 Football World Cup hero, Sir Geoff Hurst. As well as scoring over 200 league goals for the likes of West Ham United and Stoke City, Sir Jeff remains the only man to this day to have ever scored a hat-trick in the final of a World Cup, that following his treble in a 4-2 win over West Germany at the Old Wembley 54 long years ago. I'm sure we all wish we were there for that. Um, I hope you enjoy listening to the interview just as much as Jonathan enjoyed speaking to Sir Jeff himself. And that's coming up right now.
2: Uh, we're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Jeff Hurst, uh, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh,
1: You're welcome. You're- Good afternoon.
2: uh, well, you want me I mean, to tell you if true. you want. You want, you got time. I can tell I go, you if you want. Jeff, go on, go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay, so I was uh,
1: doing it at a dinner in, in the Channel Lines, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, guest of honor. And this occasion I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions from the audience at the end of the evening. And there was a football questions. And then all of a sudden I heard a, somebody at the back who
2: Uh, through your um, playing career, perhaps especially um, your time uh, for England, who was it uh, that struck you more than anyone else on the pitch uh, that displayed qualities of not just leadership but uh, companionship and and level-headedness that you think that have stuck with you all these years later?
1: Well I think we were, I was very fortunate and I wouldn't pick any one player out I think looking at that, so many yeah so many and that's why we were successful because we had so many um, showing all those qualities that you just mentioned uh, throughout the team I think that that was outstanding in and, uh, uh, and it's an opportunity to talk about uh, all of them in, in that breath and there was nobody and i going back from an earlier earlier question for me that um all But without the attitude alongside that, going back to an earlier question, you we wouldn't have been as uh, ultimately, ultimately successful.
2: Exactly. Without that, you could, the, the, the whole will never be greater than the sum of its parts, but with it.
1: Yes, the word is team. Absolutely. And I always use the word team when I talk sometimes. You know, together, everyone achieves more. And that that's the same in any walk of life. That, that's fundamental.
2: And uh, lastly, uh, Excellent. Uh, Another time, uh, it would be great to talk again.
1: Thank, Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you.
0: This has been the Leaders' Council podcast. Thank you for celebrating excellence in leadership with us. I've been your host, Scott Chaloner. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to our podcast.